Welcome to Kinetic Conversations. Today, we'll be finishing our series on the story ballet with an episode entitled, Telling a Story Through Motion, the Libretto or Story, and special focus on the characters, plot, and conflict of Swan Lake. To continue this journey, we're joined by artistic director Karen Gibbons-Brown. Welcome, Karen. Thank you for having me. Libretto or Story. Um, the story ballets wouldn't be story ballets unless there was characters and a plot and various other things. There's a wide range of material and sources for the story. We mentioned in some of the last episodes some of those things. Are there any uh, things that you see that have changed over the years, especially looking at the romantic and the classical and then the neoclassical in terms of where the genesis of the story is uh, or changes in terms of the type of focus on the story? No, I really don't think there has been much change in the libretto specifically. And in fact, there's a somewhat contemporary movie for children called The Swan Princess uh -huh. that's Yo, based seen, on yeah. Swan Lake, right? So I think the story survives and it's strong as it is. I do think some of the changes that have happened from the beginning of Swan Lake to now is because we've had more freedom of movement with changes in costumes and changes, lack of boning, whale boning in the torso or the corset of the, the tutus. We have more range of motion so the dancers are able to be more expressive and more musical in regards to extending certain movements for longer, making other movements faster and sharper. I think that's one of the changes. And, you know, I think Swan Lake is such a beautiful ballet, even if you know nothing about ballet. I think that specifically Acts 2 and 4, and I know we talked about it being a four-hour ballet at one point. It's not. It's, right. been, it's been modified, modified and adjusted, and everything carries the story forward nowadays, but there are such beautiful architectural lines in the ballet with the corps de ballet and everybody looking similar. It's really quite beautiful to see. Well, you've, you've you talked about in the past uh, the white ballets. Right. What exactly do you, are you referring to when you talk about that? If you have a, a white ballet, that means that one of the acts is done in white costumes. So... Loosely, you could say that the snowflakes and the nutcracker count for a white ballet. That's that's very loosely. Um, however, act two and four of Swan Lake, all the swans are in white tutus. Consequently, it's a white ballet. When we've seen some interpretations of Swan Lake where there have inserted black swans, which I've seen, how does that work with this interpretation of the white ballet and maybe modifications? It would still be a white ballet. Act two is all still in white. But that's been a relatively new addition to the choreographies that you'll see around. And they represent things getting messed up and not working out like they should. And the prince actually being not truthful to Odette. Well, let's get right to Swan Lake. So let's talk about the characters and the plot. Who are we going to see? And give us a little background on those characters. Prince Siegfried is one of the main characters. And he is supposed to choose a bride. He is turning 21, and it's time for him to pick a queen for the land. So his mother tells him so at his birthday party, but one of his gifts is a crossbow. Mm -hmm. So he decides he's going hunting with his friends on the eve of his birthday. And his mother said, don't forget, you got to be back tomorrow. We're having a ball. I'm inviting princesses from all around the lands, and you will choose one of those for your bride-to-be. He goes hunting, comes across what he thinks is a swan, it turns out to be a woman, Odette, who is under a spell of von Rothbart, the evil sorcerer or sorceress. And von Rothbart only allows these beautiful swans to be women at night. Why? 
because he's an evil, terrible person. <laughs> we have to have a villain okay, somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so, but she's a princess. She's actually a princess. And he couldn't marry her. Oh, Von, Von Rothbart. Rothbart couldn't marry her. Okay. So he decided nobody else was going to either. Okay. So all of these people are swans. And she says to the Prince Siegfried, Odette says, please don't shoot. They're my friends. He promises not to. Through the evening, they dance together. They fall in love. He says, please come to the ball tomorrow evening at my house, at the castle, uh, my little abode. And I'll proclaim you as the queen of the land um, upon my mother's retirement. And von Rothbart hears this, captures Odette, does not let her out that evening of the ball, and sends his daughter, Odile, disguised as Odette, to the ball to swear her love to the prince, which counts for nothing. But the prince thinks that it's Odette. He think, everybody thinks it's Odette, okay. which is even more fodder for play, having the same dancer play both roles. Right. Because often when they were different people, it didn't make sense at all. You couldn't really buy into that story. Anyway, she comes to the ball, Odile does, with von Rothbart. He promises his love. Everything, thunder, lightning, all kinds of crazy things start happening. Everybody at the ball realizes this was not a good thing. This was evil. Von Rothbard and his daughter Odile disappear into the night, and the prince is left to explain to his mother this terrible tragedy that just happened. He just refused six princesses from all around the world, and so he goes to find Odette. And then we have Act Four of the ballet, where Odette and Prince Siegfried dance together. He didn't mean to hurt her. She knows he didn't mean to hurt her, so they have to decide how they're going to break the spell of von Rothbart. Do they break the spell and continue to live, or do they break the spell and they don't live, but all the other swans become women? When the spell is broken, the, right. all the other swans are released. But von Rothbart has to be destroyed. Oh, okay. Von Rothbart has to be destroyed. So when we look at the, the major characters, we've got Siegfried, the prince. Mm -hmm. We've got Odette. And Odile, the, the two counterparts, von Rothbart, the princess, the, the you have to have the princesses there, although they're not major characters right. in that, but if you don't have it, you can't propel the story. Right. Are there any other characters that we should be paying attention to? Well, all of them, of course. Well, I mean, in terms of the story. So. No, I think that's really captures the story pretty well. Uh, Siegfried has a friend that tries to tell him this is a bad idea. His name is Benno course, to no avail. The, How much does Benno know? Does he know about the, the what's the, what's a bad idea? What is he telling is a bad idea? Number one, to go hunting at night. Okay. He sends his friends away when he sees this swan woman creature. And Benno realizes that this may not be who he should marry for the kingdom, but doesn't understand the spell at that point. So Benno is sent away. Um, there's some lovely dancing, but they aren't specific characters. So one of the things that's present in many of these ballets, especially these classical ballets and romantic ballets, since they know that you may not have the program notes in front of you, um, or you may not know the story, they do things to try to tell you. And that's the pantomime, which most people today I don't think understand. So talk a little bit about that. Pantomime is something that's, it's a whole nother art form to explain the story through your hands, because of course we're not speaking. The equivalent to today would be Amislan or American Sign Language. And actually some of the signs in sign language are exactly what they are in ballet pantomime. Ballet pantomime came, of course, before American before Sign, sign language, language did, right, right exactly. Um, but it, they're very brief moments in the ballet. And if you understand 
um, I think the hardest one to understand in the story is that at the beginning of Act Two, when Odette is trying to explain her dilemma to Prince Siegfried, she points to the lake and says, the lake is made of my mother's tears. Hmm. Okay. And von Rothbart, this evil sorcerer, has captured all of us, and we are swans by day, princesses are ladies by evening, and the spell has to be broken. Here's how it's going to be broken. Just to wrap up this section on stories, we talked about characters, we talked about plot conflict. Are there other elements, either set elements, other pieces that maybe you wouldn't notice right away? We talked about pantomime a little bit, mm -hmm. but other things that maybe when you go, pay attention to it because it's helping you with the story. I think one of the more common ways to show the good versus evil specifically is you have the white swan and the black swan, total opposites in color on the color scale, but you'll often see in ballet generally the good in lighter colors and the more evil in the darker colors. And you also see in this production things that mark the spell with daylight and morning and all of those things. Those things change as well, and that helps repel the parameters within the, the spell, correct? That's the hope, yes. And I think that sometimes the lighting creates the mystical or magical effect as well. So the lighting should help that part. You may not realize it. If you notice the lighting, instead of what's going on on stage, it hasn't been successful. But the lighting should enhance the storyline as well. Well, I won't let people know which version you're going to end with. We'll have to not come, telling you. We have to come to the production <laughs> to see. We'll see whether they are happy or it's tragic or it's a combination of those. But um, I do encourage people to come and see the production. And hopefully this has been a nice introduction so they'll come and feel like they're ready to see the story uh, through movement. I think, too, there's something in this for everybody, whether you really appreciate ballet or understand ballet uh, at all. It's just such a visual production. It always has been, and this is no different. Well, we will look forward to Foreign Ballet's Swan Lake. Thank you, Karen, for being here. Thank you. Fort Wayne Ballet will perform Swan Lake March 24th through 26th at the Arts United Center. You can purchase tickets by visiting the Fort Wayne Ballet website, artsticks.org, or calling the box office, 422-4226. Kinetic Conversations is brought to you by Fort Wayne Ballet and Wayne Shaw Productions. Our guest was Fort Wayne Ballet Artistic Director Karen Gibbons-Brown. If you'd like to receive notifications on future podcasts, please like the podcast. And go to fortwayneballet.org to sign up for notifications on performances, podcasts, and more ballet news. You'll also find a library of past episodes on our website in the menu of options. Until next time, I'm Jim Sparrow, and thanks for listening to Kinetic Conversations with Fort Wayne Ballet. has been a Wayne Shout production. Wayne Shout.